You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome, welcome. We're back on the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. How you doing, Matt Raby, Mad Dog, over in Hayes, well, Kansas? Well, I just want to say I'm doing well, and I just want to tell you that it's an honor to be on this famous uh, podcast. I hope all the hundreds and even hopefully thousands of people listening um, turn out to have a good show. So I'm doing great, man. What about you? How's Missouri treating you? Well, we're hanging in there, uh, working and traveling. Dude, I yeah, feel like I've um, been traveling every weekend. I know. I for, this, this would be the first weekend in Hayes. I'll, I'll be here, so it's gonna be nuts. Now, being going to every K State home game and the game in Dallas, and then being gone basically every weekend in July. The I had a couple weekends there in August, but uh, things are good. Business is good. Doing some work and. Uh, yeah, engineering work. How about you uh, introduce yourself for a second for the people who have not listened before? Well, I'm, I'm my name's obviously Matt Raby. Um, my last name sounds like the disease, Rabies. Um, I'm That's Jacob's. With an uh, H. Yeah, H. It's, it's Czech. Um, <laughs> Jacob's a good friend. We've been buddies ever since kindergarten or first grade. Grew up in the same town. Uh, we had the same passion for K State football and just sports all around, and just always been good time long buddies and so far it's been great and we've kept in contact and had some crazy times together as well so it's been awesome so right on right on uh let's just go ahead and jump right into it how about the uh, shout out of the podcast you want to take this one away good buddy yeah it's a shout out um it's Oktoberfest week here in hayes uh, kansas uh Oktoberfest is it's insane out here it's just a big uh, beer garden out in the park serve german food and want to shout out to all my friends and that go to Fort Hayes and that are coming back and alumni. It's going to be a wild weekend. And unfortunately I will not make it to the OU game this week. And I got to stay down here and experience Oktoberfest and see old friends. And, but I will be in attendance for Iowa state game for another tailgate. Can't miss another game and can't miss the Iowa state game uh, called the Farmageddon. So it's going to be, going to be a good time. Absolutely. They get that. Uh, they do the uh, beer tap tonight. Uh, the baseball team there at Fort Hayes. I don't know if they do that anymore. Maybe it was just my class or when I was in school, they do it, but they usually have something. Sometimes the wrestling team does it, but they tap the keg down at the ceremony around, mm. I think it's 11 a.m. or 9 a.m., somewhere in there, but I'll be working and that's probably a good thing, but I will be down oh. there Saturday. <laughs> so, nice. so I was, uh, I was thinking the uh, baseball team used to do that. Yeah, they but. do. They usually do something on Thursday night and have a big ceremony. So it's going to be, going to be a pretty wild time because you you came down one time and you guys had a good time yeah we got there late though it was a uh, friday it was friday night so everything was basically over already but um we still went out on friday and saturday obviously the football game and tailgating that four a's america so yeah, yeah. good times good, good times. times yep so yeah shout out to all you Hayes buddies out in well wherever the heck you guys are brick you're in, you're in kansas city and Hagen and sorry, Hagen's and Wichita. Yeah, Hagen's in Wichita. <laughs> yeah, Devin. Devin's in uh, I think in Africa or Asia. He's serving for our country, so God bless him. 
a lot of all the guys have stayed in Hayes, so it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to see see a lot of my friends still. But uh, no, it's, it's going to be a going to be a great time. Mr. Josh and uh, Schlegel were up in Manhattan two weekends ago. Is that right? Yeah. Two yeah. That was a good. That was a great tailgate, by the way. That was yep. that was a fun time. Yep. I think we'll uh, we'll cover that here in a minute. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let's move on. Um, update on the podcast. So uh, obviously for myself, uh, we are kickstarting this again. We're kind of like uh, twelve weeks behind, at least for myself. And we're going to try a couple of new things. We're going to talk about some K State football. Well, obviously, we're going to do our coaches' archives with the trivia. We're going to ask Matt some K State football questions. Um, talk about some of our stories and if we meander off a little bit we we probably will um some of those stories and then recap some of k-state football so far possibly a little nfl if we have time and then jump into um some other sports and today we'll cover a little bit of mlb towards the end but uh update on the podcast i think uh now, now that we got matt on here we might be do- we'll probably be well i say probably we will be doing this uh uh, every Thursday today is uh, what September 30th last day of September Matt yeah that is that, that is not um do you have any advice before we go on I turn 24 soon does it does it feel weird to be 24 oh. almost a quarter century uh almost a quarter century year old just to make it sound worse oh man if I were to say anything I don't I don't know if I have any advice to be honest the days just go faster and more repetitive honestly <laughs> yeah well um, I guess you can give me advice when I turn 25 then so right yeah <laughs> dude it, the weirdest thing is just freaking uh you know nine months into being a full-time job already and haven't even started paying our student loans yet <laughs> oh I know it's amazing how priorities it's, it's, have changed it's, so quickly it's unbelievable oh and then tomorrow October 1st we got to wake up that uh week we, we got to wake up uh green day because it's because oh. the end of September right <laughs> oh yeah wake me up that's the a, song that's a, <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um yeah let's go ahead and jump right into uh the coach's archives brought to you by eight minute fitness my brother's website check it out all right Matt you ready yeah hit me with it all right question one I'm going to do this with you because I don't have the answers. I just got a couple of, uh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have the answers either. All right. Question one. What well, Kansas state senior quarterback had a team high 24 touchdowns in 2003. I don't know. Roberson. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't even need to give you the, <laughs> Oh, something bad's happening. Here we go. Right. L Roberson. There we go. Submit my answer. Correct. Next, from 2002 to 2003, which Kansas State wide receiver had a career 92 receptions and 1,793 yards? Dylan Meyer, Ryan, Ryan Leha, uh, Ryan Lilja, Lilja. <laughs> so cross that one off. <laughs> yeah. What? Why aren't they giving us actual wide receivers? I think the last one to even have quarterbacks on it. Uh, James Terry and Greg Gaskins is your other ones. Probably Dylan Meyer. Oh, it's James. It's James Terry. He's a receiver. Oh, I don't know who Dylan Meyer is. Dylan Meyer was the quarterback from 03 to 06. Oh, oh, that's he, right. He died. Remember, he died. He fell off that cliff in Arkansas. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> shows it shows my knowledge. You you definitely have a better knowledge than I do of this. So we got to talk baseball and get Griffin on here. Uh, yeah. That was right, James Terry. Two for two. 
64 receptions was a season team high for which Kansas State senior wide receiver in 2003? James Terry, John Cooper, Alan Webb, or Lauren Clark? James Terry. Same guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is too easy. The heck is this? Jared Cooper was a defensive back. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to find a different one because this one, this next one's obvious. I don't even need a. We'll just say it. What, what Kansas State football uh, running back had a career 815 rushing attempts from 01 to 04? <laughs> oh, Darren Sproles. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Too easy. Uh, number five, how many touchdowns did Kansas State running back Darren Sproles have in his college career? That's kind of tough. 81, 48, 19, or 5? 81. You think he had 81? That's a lot. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. It's 48. It's not five or 19. Yeah. It's 48. But he's he scored a lot. I mean, yeah, 48. I, I was also in kindergarten time, so. Right. No, my brothers were lucky. They got to go to college while Sproles was in at K-State. Could you imagine going to school during that period of time up there? Oh, my gosh. It would have been crazy. Because they played yeah. teams like, what, USC and. And they beat them 2-0 yeah. back-to-back years. Right handily too like when didn't usc come to k-state come to manhattan and was just a a waxing (laughs) yeah yeah my dad and my sister went up to that one he still to this day says that was the loudest crowd that he's ever been a part Mm -hmm. of up there well that's a story that uh bill snyder always tells everybody whenever he has his big speeches or whatever he's addressing people he goes yeah pete carroll said it was one of the loudest crowds he's ever played in front of and that USC team was was really good. Get Carson Palmer and all those. Oh, it was Carson. They were Palmer. loaded. I was yeah. thinking. Um, I was thinking Matt Leinart, but I think he was after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Six. Which 2004 sophomore quarterback was K State's passing leader uh, with 127 completions for nine touchdowns? Bill Meyer. Yeah. Oh, yes, it was Bill Meyer because yeah. he was. He was. That's when. <laughs> That was going down Snyder's uh, last two years when he mm-hmm. first retired, and they weren't that great. Right. Like, oh, 05, they went 5-7, and seven, right? Yeah, and in 04, they won, like, only four games. Yeah. Well, because 2003, they won the Big 12, and then – They just went um, down. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's kind of like how it happened the uh, second time that Snyder retired, how his last year was just not very good, you know? Yeah, it didn't but, help. They were just so one-dimensional, too. So Right. Okay, number seven. What's what Kansas State sophomore wide receivers? Thirty-nine receptions were a team high for two thousand four. Sean Matt, Sean McGee, Jermaine Moriera, Jordan Bedor, or Ron Barry. Well, it's not going to be Jordan Bedore because he was the starting center. Uh, <laughs> I, I just love I how you just, know all, all of the uh, linemen too. Like I couldn't name was, half the linemen. It was Jermaine Moriera. He was a speedster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're seven for seven. Okay, number eight. To what Big 12 team did Kansas State lose the final game of the 2004 season, 23 to 37? The heck kind of question is this? It was Iowa State. Yeah. Was Iowa State. K-State was actually leading in that game by two touchdowns. Iowa State came back in the fourth quarter and beat them. It was yeah. – <laughs> that was a bad game. Yeah, the other options were Georgia, North Texas, and Florida Atlantic. And I was like, 
Well, why? Why didn't know those teams in the Big Twelve? So. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the last, yeah, let's play Georgia. Their last game of the season. Yeah. Okay, two more. What position did Kansas State junior Thompson Clayton play for the Wildcats? Thomas Clayton. Thomas Clayton, yeah. He well, he's running back. Correct. Nice. <laughs> okay, one more. Which 2005 Kansas State freshman quarterback had a season-high 30 attempts in a game against Nebraska? Was it Alan Efridge? That's one of them. Got it. 100%. Wow. Good shit. Good shit, buddy. Thanks, man. That was too easy for you. I would have gotten like half of those wrong because I don't know any of the linemen. Next, I think next week, let's just let's make it a little harder. Well, I, I thought this would have been harder, but uh, I mean, I looked up just Kansas State football quiz and that's what came up. So <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Cool. That's the best test I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to take a break? Or do you just want we to keep can. going? We can keep can, going. I'm having a good time. Okay. I can split this up. Anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got any good bar stories? <laughs> well, Jacob, I want to ask you, since you were a K-State student, I mean, I just got to ask, what was your fate? What was your go-to Aggieville bar? I got to know. Go-to Aggieville? Oh, that's right. Um, well, recently, every time I go up there, it's been uh, Yard Bar, but I – I kind of want to say it changed from year to year, depending on who was a part of our like extended friend group. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have, you have your immediate friend group. You got, you know, three or four people that you hang out on a consistent basis, but then, you know, yeah. year to year you have your, so like soft, well, I guess sophomore year, we so freshman and sophomore year, of course we weren't 21 yet. So we would go to Johnny cause or, or dirty dogs because they let in, um, you gotta pay the cover and then you get your your hands X and whatever. And, mm-hmm. But uh, so you can't really count that considering you couldn't go and enjoy yourself really very, very long at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess junior year, you know, I think it, I think it depended on the night as well. Cause Thursday nights, Thursday nights was obviously Thursday, Thursday. So you'd start the night at Johnny cause at the front of the bar because of 25 cent wells that would last. until. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd, <laughs> You'd, you'd get there as soon as possible, order like four or five drinks right away. And then you'd probably never get back up to the bar because there's so many people that would go there for that hour. Cause it was from yeah. nine, it was from nine to 10. So then you'd yeah. go from Johnny cause you go over to Tubby's because they had 50 cent wells the entire night. So then we go to Tubby's and we'd basically stay there the rest of the night on Thursday. Um, Friday. Okay. You're going to say something. No, I was just going to say, remember Speaking of the 25 cent wells, remember it wasn't Christmas break or junior year, me and you decided to go up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because it was like the day before it was the um like Thursday before uh a football game, wasn't it? So we just decided to go up early on Thursday, or unless it was, was a different time, but uh it was just like that me was... and you, and there wasn't a ton of people there. Like we ran into we ran into people that we that you knew, I guess, from like Inman, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, all I know is that was one of the funnest times of my life. <laughs> I just remember uh, we were taking selfies in the mirror like girls. <laughs> yeah, I know. In the I wasn't really happy about that moment. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a fun night. I mean, 
we basically just stayed at Johnny Cause the whole night. And I don't, I don't remember what we did the rest of the night, but I'd, I'd have to go was, through all my uh, my camera roll, see what happened. It was cheap. <laughs> it was cheap. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but that was like Thanksgiving or Christmas. I can't remember either, either or. But yeah, that was a good time. But that was that was what we did. So we did. You know how fun that was. That one time we went, right? We would go every Thursday. <laughs> Are you still there? Maddie, Matt. Hello. Sorry about that. What's up, big dog? Nothing much. Just minor. Go ahead. Minor technological issues. No biggie. No biggie. I paused it. Oh, we're going again though now. All right. Yeah. Aggieville uh, bars. So you went. To, you were finishing off at Tubby's. So yeah, Thursday night we'd finish up at Tubby's. We do that every week, basically, right? Yeah. Then Friday morning, me and Griffin would hobble out uh, out of bed at six uh, thirty in the morning, walk to class. That started at seven thirty. God, that would stink. Needless to say, we did not get much done on that Friday lecture <laughs> or much paying attention. No. 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 There'd, be, uh, there'd be some days on Friday I'd have to go mop the floor of the dining center. So you know how I work at the yeah. dining center? Yeah. Go mop the floor on Saturday or Friday mornings, and I'd you know, still be like feeling the night before, and I'd be dancing as I'm mopping, you know? <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> and people are just like, Oh yeah, he's uh he went out last night. <laughs> Why is he so happy? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's still he's still feeling it from last night. Um yeah. But I but guess I, I, I guess I guess uh to, to answer your question though, what is my favorite bar? Mm-hmm. Um it's it's a tie, it's gotta be a tie between O'Malley's and Yard Bar. It kind of just depends on what everybody's feeling that night. You know. O'Malley's more of a chill night, yard bar more of a fun night, I guess. And then, and then of course, I always end up a dirty dog swinging people around. So <laughs> every every time we go to the bars, I always end up by myself at dirty dogs. Yeah, dirty <laughs> dogs. You can't beat dirty dogs. You can't. It's a good time. What about time. what, what would you time. say your uh, favorite well, bar in Manhattan? A couple times you go. Well, whenever me and the Four Hayes guys come, as in like me. Eric Brick, all Schlage, all those guys. Uh, Carlos, I think Carlos. I don't think Carlos ever came, but all those main guys, Braden. We usually just hit up Yard Bar, and uh, then always ended at Dirty Dogs. And, uh, <laughs> but this, but this year, ever since I got out of college, I've been going to Johnny Cause Yard Bar just like you. And mm-hmm. uh, remember, I got that video of you hitting the bag in the back. That, so that was pretty <laughs> funny. But uh, then. I actually went to a new one. I went to Mojo's the other weekend, and then I went to Porter's. So that was mm. – they were they were different. How would you like uh, Mojo's? I'm kind of indifferent about that one. I just don't like the fruity, fruity drinks they have. I'm not into that stuff. True, uh, yeah. But – It's a good atmosphere. Like a lot of people like how chill it is. Yeah. It was, and it was Porter, a good Porter's, Porter's is more of a weekday kind of bar for Mondays because they have that pitcher nacho deal on Monday nights. So that was always yeah, fun. they do. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, good time. 
Especially yeah. during football season. You can't beat oh, it. yeah. Football season, you can't beat it at all, especially when you're up there. <laughs> now it's a little different. I'm already uh, I'm already kind of deciding if whether I want to get season tickets next year or not because it's just really? it's such a grind to go up there every weekend. But yes, I, I mean, it's obviously worth it. It's just like I, I got to recover a couple of days, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because those those because I was there the first two games back to back weekends. That was mm-hmm. uh those those ride homes were it's only two hours, but God, it felt like four hours. Well, and when you're driving by yourself too, right? I wrote I can't remember who I rode up. I think I rode up with Elias and two other friends, my gotcha. roommate. So uh, that that wasn't bad, but one of the times I drove by myself, it right. was put on music to keep me awake. So yeah music and some mcdonald's breakfast or something oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah all right you want to talk about uh a little k-state football yeah let's let's get to it man k-state football how about that uh, tailgate culture huh you want to touch on that a little bit oh man i uh i always lose my mind when i go up there for tailgating we throw <laughs> we throw we've thrown some pretty good ones ever since heck i think we've started tailgating ever since our freshman year just and we were under eight. We just never really got caught. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, we never. We were drinking soda at that time. We couldn't get beer. But uh, right. um, no, ever since our junior year, we were just we just go at it when Hayes is out of town, and when all the Hayes guys would come up, you know, it would be a a crap show. So you know, uh, I I would have to agree. My some of my favorite tailgates were obviously when you guys came to town because. Obviously, you guys hang better than some. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a different breed. I think, honestly, it's a different breed, not trying to be arrogant, but uh, no, a lot I agree, of the guys, yeah. not me, a lot of the other guys, they can just full-on party. Uh, <laughs> I mean, every time I go up there, there just seems to be something happened. One time, I think, the night before a game, we, me and we were walking back from when you lived all the way at Jarvis, and that's a hike from Aggieville. Oh, right, and, yeah, yeah. It, we lost Eric. He ended up in these bushes. <laughs> he ran away from us. He ran. He just ended up at these bushes in front of a frat house. I don't remember what frat house it was, but that was that was an entertaining moment. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say uh, definitely something I always looked forward to when I was uh, younger because I had my brothers take me to uh, tailgates every so often when I was real little. Not real little, but I would say like ten or twelve or whatever. And I always, that was always my favorite part of the year was coming up to their tailgates, but they used to get rowdy as well. Uh, I don't, I don't know how rowdy they were compared to us, probably more rowdy, not going to lie. But then of course, when we went there, you know, me and Colby usually ran point on the tailgates. Colby had his grill and we'd go to the store and buy all the food that we needed. And whoever wanted to come by would come by and it was always a good time. Get there five hours before the game started. Which is dangerous most of the time yes <laughs> especially and especially those uh, 11 a.m kickoffs when you're there at six in the morning and in the parking uh, lot the sun's not even up yet shout out to uh, colby for always uh providing his grill we'll definitely Absolutely. use that more throughout this year so mm-hmm. shout out to that guy miss him yep, yep. Yeah, he'd even know that uh, we were coming up or at least uh, the people that are coming up he didn't know that any of us were coming he texted really? us on texted us on tuesday or wednesday and said uh so you, I'm, I'm just confirming none of you guys are coming up this weekend, right? And then all of us said, no, we're all coming. <laughs> yeah. I think. Was, oh, all right. Going back to my tailgate stories about just 
us Hayes guys going up there with you guys. And mm-hmm. I think one a point out to me, and I won't get into the detail because it's kind of gross. Remember, uh, <laughs> oh, remember junior junior year is really cold. Yeah, like miserable the game, and we it was like half time. Ha- yeah, half. It was like half capacity. No one was there. We, I think we were bad. That was Snyder's last year. <laughs> it was me, you, Brick, Colby, and I thought I can't, Taylor, Taylor Martin. Taylor Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I had to go to the restroom, and I think Brick did too. And um, long story short, he moved a certain direction, and his phone <laughs> was on the side. And his phone happened to go into the porta potty, <laughs> knocked it in, and he just oh, sort of looked God. at me. He oh. just sort of looked. He just sort of looked at me, oh. like, "What just happened?" And I just looked in there. Yeah, he got out, but I'm not gonna. I mean, it, it was disgusting. But he got out, continued partying. So and we didn't um, we didn't we pour alcohol on it to like sterilize it? <laughs> which that that's a myth it doesn't work but yeah we did uh <laughs> we thinking it would work right <laughs> yeah he's, he's gonna kill me for uh, saying that story but that's that's something that'll always be in my mind because that was that was that was hilarious because i was okay. in there witnessing that and don't ask me why i was in there with him but i think I, we both <laughs> we both really had to go and there's a and know, it was cold right yeah and then we need to warm up. yeah oh my gosh that's a freaking good story i don't think i ever had anything like that in the porta potty but anyway Okay, let's jump into it. Let's actually talk a little bit of football. We're we're kind of like halfway into this thing. We haven't even touched on football yet. So <laughs> good times, good times. K State football. A little up recap of the season so far. We're four games in. We're a little behind on the season, but uh, better late than never. Uh, K State is three and one on the season. Started the year three and zero. Oh. Top 25 team after week three, won the game one down in Dallas. Jerry World, 24 to seven. All around a great game, but both sides of the football by the Kansas State team. Uh, Skylar Thompson obviously was still playing that game, had a great game at quarterback, throwing the ball around. And Deuce Vaughn had a couple of great runs as well, as is tradition. Game two against SIU, a 31 23 victory um, with Skylar Thompson do, uh, getting hurt in that game with, on a freak play. Ha- have you seen the uh, replay of, of his injury, Matt? Yes, I have. I think he honestly just tweaked it. It was, he, it was no contact injury. Right. He was, he turned around uh, on the, uh, was it a cutback play or a reverse or something? I don't even remember, but I thought he was going to go for a block and he didn't get the block. Cause he just, right when he just lifted right. up that right leg, he just tweaked it. Something. I don't know right. what it was. He just turned too quick with his leg and took one step and then just fell over. I, I don't understand how that happens. It just you feel so bad for somebody when something like that happens when it's a no yeah. contact injury like that. But hopefully he can return this year. Offense did struggle to score when they lost uh, Skyler in the first half, but bounced back uh, easily or not easily, but did bounce back in the second half as the defense um, shut out SIU in the second half. Cats going to win 31-23. Game three was a scary game going into it with Nevada's high-powered offensive with their quarterback. Um, Although Will Howard did step up a little bit in that first half, and we got to see a little bit of Jaron Lewis before the OSU game. Will Howard throws a dime on what was the first play of the game, Um, like 40-yard touchdown. Yeah, to the new tight. I can't say his last name. His first name's Daniel. Yeah, but he's a he's a he's a he's a freak of an athlete for a tight end. Mm -hmm. That guy is built really good. Yep. Uh, Cats go on to win 38-17. Uh, a couple of defensive 
uh, defensive standouts, forced a fumble and an uh, interception, and only allowed 25 rushing yards on the play, but allowed 300-plus passing yards. So the quarterback did shine on the other team a little bit, but the Cats held them off the scoreboard for the most part. Um, so 3-0, and Cats are ranked 25th, go down to Stillwater last weekend. And oh, I, I don't know, what do you think, Matt? Did we beat ourselves or – it just uh, just me. Uh, it just didn't feel right going in, uh, especially in the first half. We just didn't they didn't look like themselves, especially on defense. Uh, especially uh, we couldn't get off blocks. That was the number one thing. When you can't stop the run, you you ain't gonna win. I think the biggest part. Well, I mean, all around offensively and defensively. Offensively, the ball they could not move the ball more than three or four yards down the field to play. And then mm-hmm. defensively, we were giving up too many big plays, especially on second, third down. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, they did – the defense did bounce back in the second half, shutting out Oklahoma State, um, only scoring one touchdown on a broken play in the first – or in, in the second half, uh, a broken play to Deuce Vaughn, which cut the lead to tw- uh, 31 to 20. But uh, Cats could not score in the second half um, with the seller defense. You'd think of the defense uh, – you know, holding the OSU, the high powered offense in the second half, the offense would have taken that momentum and used it a little better. But uh, I think the quarterback situation definitely uh, was not consistent throughout the game as they kept swapping out Will Howard and Jaron Lewis throughout the game. Yeah. And I hate, I hate the two quarterback system. Uh, it's never, especially in, even under Snyder, it's never really worked. You have two mm-hmm. different guys in there that gelled differently with the offensive line and receivers. It's, I hate it. Uh, I say we just stick with one and just go with him, but that's just my opinion. But I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me is we lost 31 to 20. It could have been a totally different game if Will Howard didn't fumble right out right in our own end zone. Absolutely. It would have been a 24 20 game, right? And who knows what would have happened because we still, I mean, the defense shut about the second half. We could have came back and won the game. It was a very winnable game, it was incredibly winnable, absolutely. And uh, like you said, when he fumbles that snap, and I don't know if it was a bad snap or Will Howard just didn't handle it, um, but that that when that happened, then I I just felt that the game was um, was over, and that wasn't yeah. the first wasn't that in the first quarter? <laughs> yes, it was. It kind of took the air out of you, um, which basically set the tone for the rest of the game for the offense. And the defense did all they could do to keep him back, keep him in the game. Um, but when the offense doesn't know what they're doing. And even – and you can't always blame it all on the quarterback. I mean, um, Will Howard, he was under he was under pressure a lot of the time, and he's not like the yeah. quickest guy in the world. So he, he can't really get out of the pocket when that pressure is coming to him. Jaron Lewis is quick, but I don't think he's got the best arm by any means. Um, so we'll see what happens this Saturday. Uh, do, do you know if they have released a starting quarterback? I don't know if they have. I bet it'll be Will, but Jaron Jaron's gonna play. I I listened to the offensive coordinator Courtney Messingham uh, today okay. while I was at work actually, and they are gonna have the two quarterback system again. I'm not a big fan of that. I I honestly, the thing that scared me about our offense, Will Howard put the ball in the money a few times in that first half. Our receivers yes. couldn't get any, our receivers couldn't get any um, separation, which concerned me. Oklahoma well, State's defensive backs were great. There's that, and we had a couple of uh, long plays down the field that the ball did not get caught. Yes, that too, but, which I feel is like still our, concerning. 
Right. So, you know, it's that combination of, oh, is your quarterback going to make a good throw? Well, do they, if, when they do make a good throw, is your wide receivers going to be able to make a play on the ball? Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that confidence in either one, you're more likely to fail than not. So hopefully they had a good week of practice. And I guess we'll move right along. Uh, we'll jump right into our uh, next game on Saturday. OU, 2.30 kickoff this Saturday in Manhattan on Fox for those that aren't coming to the game. Uh, watch it on on Fox, Channel 4 yes, in our, our local area. Uh, what do you think, Matt? Uh, I think we're 10.5 underdogs. O- OU is 4-0. They played Tulane, Nebraska. Uh, who else? West Virginia. That West Virginia should have beat them, by the way. That That's center right. towards the end. Oh, man, I bet he's sick. I bet That's he's right. sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- do, do you think – do you believe that OU is better or worse than last year? Their defense is better. It seems like their offense isn't what it used to be. I don't think Spencer Rattler is a great, good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. I think he might be a little, I don't, what's the word? He might be a little overrated, but he's still a quarterback for the University of Oklahoma. So he's, he will right. beat you if you give him the chance. Absolutely. And uh, I honestly think K State's going to give him a game. Don't get me wrong. K State mm-hmm. will give them a game. Right. Um, I have it written down, or I don't know who wrote this down. Very winnable as Skyler plays. Uh, I don't, I'm pretty sure they ruled him out, didn't they? Yeah, I don't think it's likely he will be there. I think they're going to use that bye week because mm-hmm. we have a bye week after this. I think then, that's the and, timetable. And then, and then Iowa State comes to town. Yep. First first year they played Iowa State earlier in the season. Typically they've been playing in like last game of the year, but um, good that we don't have to play them in the bitter cold this year. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be – It's gonna be. I think it's going to be a war. So right. we can talk about that though next week. All right, you want to jump into the keys of the game? Yeah. All right. Keys of the game for Kansas State football against the Oklahoma Sooners coming to Manhattan. Jacob's keys to the game. Uh, Number one, score early and score often. You cannot kill drives with penalties either. Um, We had that first uh, first drive against Oklahoma State last week uh, that ended up in a field goal, right? Because we had a false start or a a hold or I can't remember exactly. The holding holding penalties kill us. So, uh, you know, we score a touchdown there. It's it's fourteen to seven instead of ten to seven after the you know our second drive. Again, um, totally different game. Absolutely. I mean that that could go on and on about how differently that game could have gone. Just mm-hmm. you know, we could play the what if game all day, but you know it is what it is. Um, got to move on to the game two. OU uh, key number two for myself. We got to force turnovers. Uh, we forced three turnovers against Stanford. Two interceptions. One fumble against uh, a. I would say an okay Stanford team. I don't say they're terrible. I mean, they, they went beat to USC. They beat they USC. Uh-huh. Um, the defense showed out against SIU. I know that's an FCS school, but a very good FCS school at that. Yeah. Uh, one interception, two fumbles there, uh, fumbled to lock the game at the end. And then uh, against Nevada, a very good offensive team, uh, one interception, one fumble. Uh, the difference in Oklahoma State, we didn't turn them over. That was their missing yeah. key. Um I was watching that game and I was constantly praying that we get a pick six or something because our offense just was not scoring. We, you know, we scored two touchdowns on the day and two field goals. One of our touchdowns was a special teams touchdown. Yeah. So, that was a great play though, by the way. Mm-hmm. Did you... Oh, I called it too. When he returned, he 
caught it five yards in the end zone. I was, and he's taking it back. I was like, oh, he's gone. This perfect. <laughs> and I was jacked. I thought when we returned that for a touchdown, but then again, I, re- I thought again, our defense has been on the field this whole game. So they're probably going to go down and score on us and go up 17 to or 14 to 10. And um, anyway, key number three, uh, let's get some pressure on Spencer Rattler. This kind of plays off my last key. We got got a forced turnover. It's this guy is only he's thrown three interceptions, the three interceptions on the year, um, but also has thrown eight touchdowns. Uh, last year in Norman, Kansas State forced three interceptions and sacked him three times uh, in Norman last year. So a big win for the Cats last year in 2020. Let's see if we can uh, rattle the Rattler like that. Terrible. Yeah, that, that was a great <laughs> that was a great pun, man. You're known for that. Well, you know, he is a, he's a 70% completion rate on the year. That's great. Which is great. But also, I don't think he's played a good defense yet. And I think we have, I think we have one of the better defenses that Kansas State football has seen in the last couple of years. Yeah, I agree. So so I I think if we can get him to turn the ball over, I think we win the game. What about you, Matt? What's your keys to the game? I kind of I kind of split this up. Uh, I'll go with my uh, offensive uh, keys to the game. I think the number one, uh, just this showed last week against this game, especially with our backup quarterbacks, we cannot settle the field goals. We have got to get in the end zone. I think if we settle for field goals, we'll lose. You got to finish drives. Will Howard had showed some promise in the first half, but before he got hurt or got taken out of the game, he threw some great balls. The receivers just got to get some separation and just catch the ball. Um, I think you can't settle for field goals against this high caliber team. Uh, key number two, uh, we need to be aggressive of offense. Keep, keep throwing it up, keep throwing it up, uh, open up the uh, passing game. We will have to throw the ball to open up the running game, get Deuce going. So I think that's another major key. And lastly, uh, our offensive line needs to better protect. Uh, again, we'll, we'll have, we got pressured a lot last game and, Quite honestly, I think the Oklahoma State defensive line pretty much dominated the offensive line for most part of that game. So uh, hopefully we get some good, a good push and get Deuce going and some better protection. So that's my offensive keys. Uh, defensively, uh, can't give up the big play. Force make them full, uh, force them to go down the field and score. Let's see if they can be patient enough to uh, go down and drive. Uh, my key number two: uh, we need to stop the run. That's just period. We gave up a lot of rushing yards against Oklahoma State, and when they can do that, they can do whatever they want. We need to uh, stop the run. Uh, defensively, number three, uh, we got some questionable uh, targeting calls last, especially going against Oklahoma State. I personally didn't think that was one because it hit it with the shoulder. But uh, I, yeah, that was ridiculous, unbelievable. But uh, personally, uh, we need to minim- minimize penalties. Just go back to the basics. No face mask, no offsides, can't give them anything free. No targeting because we, we lost Daniel Green, and Daniel Green would be a great linebacker. So We lost him twice this year so far. We lost yeah. him in the Stanford game too. So he needs to keep his head up. Which I, t- I think he is uh, – he's uh, changed his uh, technique, I think is what I saw in an article today. So hopefully we'll see him for an entire game because uh, he's an important part of our, our defensive game plan for sure. All right, Jacob. What's your uh, what's your score? Give me a score. What's my score? Well, yeah. what, biasly, ob- obviously, biasly, it's going to be another shootout like it has the last two years. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to go 42-38 cats. 
that your is that your realistic one or your should your I bias go one? <laughs> my bias one I can't I can't okay. not choose a a win I know I know me too but I gotta have two real I gotta have a realistic one and a biased one all right if what if it, everything goes right I have 3835 just like last year just like last year yeah realistically and you're gonna kill me i'm a k-state is my favorite team i just it was not skylar not playing because skylar's a difference i think uh-huh. if Skyler would have played oklahoma state we would have beat him right. that's just bottom oh, line 100 realistically i think oklahoma will beat us 38 31 do okay yeah i'm okay with that mm-hmm. one one thing i want to touch on what the heck was that replay review in the second half <laughs> what oh, was when, that when that uh got the oklahoma state player caught that ball and his foot clearly was on the line, which is clearly his foot was out of bounds when he caught it unbelievable and they said the play stood right they didn't say the play was confirmed they said the play stood so they didn't have enough evidence which was full because it was unbelievably clear that his foot was on the line i could not believe Cannot believe that call. It was unbelievable. And then I I immediately went to Twitter, tweeted out how terrible that was, and then saw, you know, successive tweets about the same thing. Unbelievable. I got pretty – I might have yelled at the top of my lungs after that one. I I would have, but I was at a a tailgate with my coworkers, so thought I should behave a little bit. (laughs) Oh, what game game were you at? Uh well no like uh we were watching the game in the backyard oh I like, didn't know if you're yeah. watching like no, no, no. The Missouri State Bears or something down there no, or the what? bear the Bears were in town they they beat uh, Illinois State and I think they're they're three and one right now they barely really? they they lost to Oklahoma State by a touchdown yeah so apparently apparently the the neck brace Petrino is a good coach so cool anyway that enough K State football for you yeah. Let's see if we can get her done this weekend. Again, K-State plays Oklahoma this Saturday at 2.30 in Manhattan. Let's get a big crowd. Oklahoma does not like playing against uh, in front of hostile environments for sure. For sure yeah, for I sure. think it's going to be a good – I see it going either way. I, I really do. I, I think K-State's going to give a game, and I'm going to be at the old sip and spin watching it on Saturday afternoon. I might have a few adult beverages. And hey, so, look, uh, look for us in the south end zone. We're only eight rows up from the field. Apparently, we've been on TV before. <laughs> we'll do, man. We'll yeah. do. And hopefully, uh, the Jorge State Tigers beat our rival, uh, the Carney Lopers on Nebraska, because nobody likes Nebraska. Carney right. Lopers coming in from – there looks like Carney. they're ranked number 12 from Carney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, nobody likes Nebraska. Shout out to Eric and uh, Johnny um, and Carlos right. for that mm-hmm. one. Big Cornhusker fans. And they're uh, – um, what was I going to say? No, oh, never mind. Homecoming this weekend of the 4th, October 2nd, 7 p.m. game, night game at the 4th. And then the yeah. following weekend, it looks like they go to Washburn. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be another good game. So yep. Go Tigers. Roll Tigers. Roll Tigers. Roll Tigers. Uh, you want to do some other sports, Blanket? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there, it's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. 
learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Other sports, MLB, what we like to cover here on the locker room. Uh, the Royals approaching the end of the season. Uh, what did, what is your uh, what was your thoughts of the season? A little up and down. Um, I watched them when they were on that losing stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, during the summertime, right. uh, kind of. So I kind of stopped watching. I'll be honest. Oh, I I, I agree. That's kind of part of the reason why I stopped doing the podcast. <laughs> vintage. Uh, vintage Matt's favorite teams they do well for a little bit and then I just get disappointed at right. the end right so um let's touch on a little bit of points that I have written down here uh Salvador Perez hits his 48th home run of the year um I think they're playing right now uh 48 is the uh is the tied for the franchise record for the Royals uh tied with Jorge Soler um who did it in 2019 so Salvador Perez has about four games left to complete the get the record for the Royals. Um, Mike Moustakis had the record for a couple of years before Soler broke it in 2019. Um, number two, my, uh, the Royals extend Michael A. Taylor, which I think was a good sign, a uh, good extension for the Royals. He's a good outfielder and a, a reliable bat in their lineup. Um, the Royals. Here's a here's a bright spot for the Royals. They were 37 and 52 at the All Star break, um, and as of 9:30, the Royals are 36 and 33 in the second half. So winning record in the second half. We'll finish um, with probably about 75 wins, hopefully. And then uh, this weekend, final series at home versus the Twins, um, and then that'll be the season for the Royals. Uh, a little more baseball here. The St. Louis Cardinals won 17 games in a row to clinch the second wild card spot 17 uh that's, of course they do that's a very <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm kind of jacked about it because uh, this is cardinals uh cardinals land where i live um so when they play in that wild card game on october 6th they'll play los angeles or, or uh, san francisco depending who uh who loses the uh, who gets second in the nl west um that'll be october 6th on tbs for you cardinals fans shout out to alex sits we've been talking about the cardinals for a while now um but they did lose last night uh, the winning streak was broken um at 17 and then they won again today so uh they're sitting at 89 and 70 i believe and then wow. in the, yeah they were you know, here's a stat for you you probably don't know is uh they were they were four or five games back um in uh, in august of the wild really? card spot they were 70 and 69 and then they started nice. the winning streak and now they're 89 and 70 or well, 80, 17 game, winning 17 winning 17 games in a row that that, that would help that would definitely help <laughs> <laughs> if, i think it's uh it's got to be top top 10 or top five uh longest winning streaks of all time which is insane like unbelievable Yep. And then on, on the AL side, we got games happening right now as we're recording. Um, we're recording this on uh, Saturday or Thursday night. This will be posted tomorrow morning. Um, but a three-way, almost a three-way tie. The Yankees and Blue Jays are playing right now. The Blue Jays won last night, gained a game on the wild card. 
Uh, the Yankees currently in first place at 90 and 68. Uh, Blue Jays in third, 88 and 70. That game is happening right now. It's two to one um, in the bottom of the fifth. Blue Jays are winning that game. And let's see, Red Sox and Orioles. Red Sox are losing to the Orioles, so that's pretty huge. Red Sox are in that second spot. So if the Blue Jays win tonight and the Red Sox lose, then there'll be a two-way tie for the second wild card spot in the AL, along with the uh, Seattle Mariners. Let's see if I can find their score. Dum da dum da dum. I'm scrolling. Where are they at? Are they playing tonight? I guess they're not playing tonight. So the Mariners are also in the fourth spot. Um, it's it's possible that all four teams could tie for both the wild card spots, which I don't know what would happen if that were to happen, but that's just nuts. Um, so yeah, let's do a little recap of the final MLB standings of the season. Tampa Bay takes the AL East. 90 and 98 and 60, eight games ahead of the Yankees who are battling for that wild card spot. White, wow. White Sox. Yeah, absolutely. For a Tampa Bay team that has no money in a terrible stadium, they're they are a good baseball team year after year. Chicago White Sox, 91 and 68. They easily win the Central and the AL. Cleveland in second place. Kansas City falling to fourth place as of right now. Uh, Houston and Seattle. Looks like Houston's going to wrap up that division. They haven't clinched yet, but Houston will probably win that division. Seattle in second place. And then over in the NL, the Braves currently leading the NL West over the Phillies. Phillies still have a chance to uh, win that division, but they'd have to win out and the Braves have to lose out. So the Braves are going to wrap up that division. Brewers win the NL Central at 95 and 64. St. Louis Cardinals at 89 and 70. Cardinals win 17 games in a row to clinch. They clinched it at 88 wins. Now they're 89 and 70. Six games ahead of the Reds, who are eliminated. Cubs are well behind, and Pittsburgh's terrible. And then finally, in the NL West, the San Francisco Giants, two games up on the Dodgers, both of them still battling for first place of that division um, with about four or five games left. Um, Dodgers go on to play the Brewers and on... The Giants, let's see, they're playing the Diamondbacks right now, and they go on to play San Diego in their last series. So big series coming up in that, and then whoever ends up winning that division, then we'll find out who the Cardinals will match up with in the NL wild card. What do you think about that? Well, I hate the Cardinals because they're usually the Royals. They always have Royals number. But... (laughs) Since they're kind of the most regional team, I'm going to go with them. I just hope they win. You know? I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said on one of my earlier podcasts back in June, I said I'd never be a Cardinals fan, but uh, it's kind of hard not to be when uh, card, the Springfield Cardinals are here. Um, Dude, that, by the way, that game was fun. Oh, when we, when uh, you guys came out 2018? Yeah, that was awesome. God, it's too long ago already. Well, here's a segment. Let's, uh, let's, let's put the sports away for a second for a second here's a segment i want to keep us doing we can go back and forth on this uh we're gonna call this one blanket and quilt news <laughs> <laughs> um we're just gonna do a fun little news segment at the end of our podcast so we're gonna wrap it up here in a minute um but yeah uh here's a here's something that i found out this week barstool came out with their pizza a frozen pizza that's available at walmart um this article is a headline, Barstool Sports partners with Happy Foodie to launch new one-bite frozen pizza. 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 Pizza, pizza, yeah. Pizza. 
It's a one bite frozen pizza. Doesn't mean you have to eat it like a bite or no. So it's a, a normal size pizza, but it's like a Dave Portnoy. Uh, you know how he does his one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Um, yeah, yeah. So he launched his own pizza brand, which it, I don't know. I kind of want to get it just to see what it tastes like, but I can imagine that it tastes like uh, Tony's pizza. <laughs> frozen, yeah, regular yeah. frozen pizza. Right. This is Dave What's your Pro- favorite? Oh, go ahead. Good. Ahead. What's your favorite frozen pizza, by the way? Uh, Giorno is very good, obviously, but I don't want to spend the seven dollars for frozen pizza, whatever it is. Yeah. And I do like Tony's. I don't have a problem with Tony's. Um, but typically, when I buy frozen pizza, it's usually the generic Walmart brand because it's, it's solid. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Dude, Red Baron. Oh yes, Red Baron. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> forgot about Red Baron. That's good him. stuff. Yeah. Dude, we should do uh, uh next week. We'll do a top ten uh, frozen pizza or something, or top five. Or oh whatever. yeah, Tostinos yeah. too. You can't beat Tostinos. Yeah, absolutely. Totino's uh, pizza and pizza rolls, and you gotta eat the corners off so he doesn't destroy your mouth with uh, the fire. Third, deg- inside. third degree burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a story for us, or are we gonna wrap it up here? What do you think? I'm good. I just I'm kind of nervous for the game. Uh, I hope uh, both teams, Fort Hayes and uh, K State, win because that'd be a heck of a weekend. Because last weekend with the Chiefs losing, it was pretty depressing. <laughs> I had a it was a pretty depressing weekend. So uh, Matt hey. was not in a good mood last weekend. Hey, Denver's three and zero, baby. Dude, I know, and they're they're dangerous. I, my buddies that are Broncos fans out here, they're gonna give me so much hell, which I deserve because Broncos might beat Chiefs at least once. So it's gonna be <laughs> gonna be interesting. I'm going to, I want to read a text message that Colby sent me and I 100% agree with it. He says, okay, this is a quote from Colby. He says, uh, I said, well, I said uh, about the game this week, they played the Ravens and I said, well, this week will prove whether they're a real team or not. And he said, quote, agreed. I don't fully buy into the whole strength of schedule in the NFL. However, you want to rank teams two through 28 are usually similar on skill. Sure, the teams we have played are 0 and 9, but at the end of the day, the NFL is the NFL. So, end yeah, quote. they're all pros. They're legit the so, best athletes in the world. Sure, sure, they they're you know the teams they played are zero and nine, but they're still NFL teams. And the way the Broncos are beating them, they're not struggling with them. They say, "Oh, you should beat them," but it's like, yeah, they did beat them, and they played well against them. They weren't. Yeah, the games that they played weren't close. The Broncos dominated. So yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, who do the Chiefs got? Who do the Chiefs go? I haven't ever since last week. I didn't listen to it, but I hope that Andy, Andy, Andy Reid, uh, Andy Reid's doing well though. So that's that's a plus. Yeah, because he got he got heat stroke. Yeah, so. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, even the Chiefs have Chiefs have the Eagles. Okay, so that should be in. in I'm assuming that's on the road. I they, believe they played, so because they, they played two home games already. So I'm assuming that's on the road. Yeah, and that's in that's in Andy Reid's old backyard, and if Andy Reid gets this mm-hmm. one. That'd be his that'd be his hundredth win with the Chiefs. So, that'd nice. be, I think if I get that right. So, think think the Chiefs Chiefs will bounce back nicely. I they I will. Don't, I don't. The the thing is, they could very easily be three and zero, but on the flip side, they could very easily be zero and three. So you got to be grateful with what you got, I guess. Yeah. Um, AFC West is getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. Chargers are good. Raiders are getting good. Um, there's no there's no cakewalk anymore. So. I, I I think the West might be the best one of the best divisions of football right now, but that's for that's for a different for a different day. <laughs> yeah, different anyway, day. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. All right, 
Uh, good podcast. Uh, next week we'll, we'll uh, recap the OU game. We'll talk about probably a little uh, AL NL wild card games uh, for the MLB playoffs start next Wednesday, uh, next Tuesday actually. So next Thursday we'll be recording the next podcast. Um, we'll talk probably so we'll recap K State football, recap some of the NFL, probably maybe talk a little uh, fantasy football or something. Maybe we'll bring on a third person. But um, in the meantime, have a good weekend. Go Cats. And thank you for listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. I'm Jacob Lecker, and this is Mad Dog signing up, signing off. (laughs) Roll Tigers, baby. Let's beat the Loafers. Let's go, baby. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening. Like we don't take this serious and we get pretty big and we get guilt rich off of it. <laughs> That's the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. The goal is uh, to work and uh, quit my um, regular job and just do this. Yeah, yeah, for real. And get rich off a of doge. Go live on the lake the rest of my life. <laughs> oh.